This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 16, Episode 6, titled Welcome to the Dollhouse. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one total and complete brat. First, first, from Bravo Bravo, Effing Bravo, please say... Sister, what are you doing, baby? To Mr. Nathan Patrick Brown. Hello, Nathan. Hey, Joe, I'm so excited to talk to you. I got bumps all over my goose. <laughs> uh, wow. People, I know you think he's making fun of Charo, but it's actually he showed us his goose just between this girl. <laughs> I was super shocked because you think of a goose, you think of a long neck. <laughs> and that's what he definitely showed us right there in Just Between Us Girls. Speaking of Just Between Us Girls, if you want to know what Nathan and I talked about, and boy... Well, did we talk about something very fascinating? Nathan talked about his big fish. I don't. You don't know what that is. <laughs> You're gonna have to listen to Just Between Us Girls to find out. If you want to do that, go to Patreon.com/slash/AfterthoughtMedia and join at the executive tier level and above to get all that content. And by the way, if you're at premium level, you get you get the show early, no commercials. You know what, motherfucker? You know that I just realized something right now. Uh, like a few weeks ago, I said, hey, if you're a Patreon supporter and you have great things to say about the show and why people should join, leave me a, a message at um, uh, SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe. And they have. And I've oh. been forgetting to pull them every single week. Future Joe, put one in right here. Let me fade out of this. Joseph Marie, Nathan Marie, Lori Marie, the entire Marie family. I'm sorry this recording is crackly. It sucks. It's not quality audio like you guys are providing. I'm calling as requested to tell you how fucking good your audio has been lately. Not just your audio, sorry. Your content. All of it. Even Christian, don't tell him. But it's been so funny. I have been laughing my head off here in the cold north woods where there's very little to do listen to you guys expound and laugh and trash the queens and have fantastic bits and i love it all thank you so much i can't figure out afterthought radio i wish i could i feel dumb let me know how to access that thanks <laughs> thanks thanks for that very Great kind point. message yeah, great. great That's a very good point. That's why you should join at patreon.com slash afterthought media. By the way, something happened when we were waiting to insert that clip. When I'm editing the show, nothing drives me crazier than a fucking car going by Nathan's apartment. Yeah. And I hear it. I'm like, why doesn't Nathan just stop and let the car pass? Oh. And I could just, because some, well, most of the time it's happening when you're not talking. And I try to mute. That's e no, it's easy. 
it's easy when it's when you're not talking it's easy but when you're talking i would just stop well i often don't hear it when i'm talking so just oh, maybe tell me oh yeah i don't i don't hear it i don't hear it oh okay. for some reason i don't hear it in my headphones so you're right and then well, all of a sudden, i'm listen- sorry joe i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> why are you such a cunt <laughs> I know, seriously. All right, Nathan. Well, let's jump right back into the back into this. Jump into the episode. This week, the queens flamenco dance with Charro and design their very own dolls. Q is named the winner of the challenge, while Maya Iman LePage and Geneva Carr are placed in the bottom two. After lip sync battle for their lives, Maya was told Shantae, you stay, while Geneva was asked to jump in the car, <laughs> jump out. Nathan. <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on for a second. Hold on. Do I have that right here? Yeah, I do. Right here. (laughs) All right, Nathan, what did you think of the lip sync? And did the right queen go home? Yeah, I loved the lip sync. I loved the queen of flips. I think Maya ate. She finally got to show her flipping skills, even though she has been talking about it for weeks and she's shown us in little bits and pieces. It was nice to see it in a lip sync format. And like... Who cares if her shoulder pads came out? She was clearly the winner. And I think the right queen went home because I sort of feel like Geneva was on borrowed time since the Mirage lip sync. Like it was sort of, it was time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll be honest with you. This Maya is on borrowed time too. They like let her have her number because I was actually thinking about this on the lip sync. It was good. She did a great job. She ate. You're right. Fantastic. But I was like. The situation was right for her. It's the right, the perfect song to do mm-hmm. this. Geneva's not that great of a lip sync. You know, all she has is that one move where she like slams her pussy on the stage. And mm-hmm. then um, it's a great song to flip to, blah, 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 blah. But if you give, can you imagine this Maya Mon LePage during like Natural Woman? She'd be pulling a Kenya Michaels, <laughs> flipping all over the place. Like if she doesn't have the right song. She's out of here. And also the danger is you only have so many tricks up your sleeve. You know, I kind of feel sorry yeah. for this Geneva because what else she fucking got? She, she lip synced all but two times yeah. this season. Yeah. So she's used all her tricks. It was her time to go. She was, you're right. She was on borrowed time. And, but I think my, I think my, I'm on the page on borrowed time. Well, I was sort of thinking like, I don't know if they're doing a Lala Perusa this season, but mm-hmm. if they do, that will be the episode Maya goes home. Cause they'll like put her in every lip sync, not let her win one and then send her home. Cause that seems to be what they do with like the people who are good at lip syncs. Yeah. Well, I think they have to get her off as soon as possible. Cause she's so fucking boring. She came in this episode. <laughs> they come, I think it's when she come in the next day or something <laughs> after the elimination, she's like, one more day in the workroom. <laughs> and just one, getting one more out of the way before I can get my crown. And I'm like, in what fucking universe, Maya Iman LePage, do you think you're going to... Okay, first of all, I'm sure she thinks she's super charismatic, right? Have you ever seen them crown a fucking bitch with braces? <laughs> can you imagine that? They're like, and now the winner of season 16, my, and she's walking down with the fucking braces. You mm. couldn't wait till your braces were off to come on the show? <laughs> And by the way, you have to tighten braces. Is, is she going to get her braces tightened while she's there? I got to go. I got to go to the orthodontist and get my braces tightened. <laughs> she kills me. I find that charming. Oh, yeah. I find it real charming. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure Amanda uh, Hug and Kiss. Or what's the name of the queen? I already forgot her name. Tori Meeting. Amanda Tori Meeting. Um, 
is really happy. She's like, oh, great. Because I think, well, Maya even says at one point, I'm going to cover this right now. At one point, too, in the workroom, she goes, I can't believe it. Here I am. I was on top one week and I thought I was nothing else to worry about. And now I'm back to being worried. They throw, they drop a sewing machine on my head. And I'm like, bitch, did you really think that, you know, it was just smooth sailing uh-huh. after that, uh, the lip sync that you guys kind of won? Yeah. Anyway. After Amanda's elimination, Q admits surprise to be in the bottom so early. The girls congratulate t- th- Team Thick and Stick. Q and Tsunami revisit their untouched conversation and Tsunami. And Plain vows to be nicer moving forward. It And for the mini challenge, it's a new day in the workroom and the queens compare plastic surgery procedures. Next, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. The girls will wear their best flamenco quick drag and compete in a fly girl flamenco dance-off for guest Charo. After the big flamenco finish, Tsunami Muse is named the winner of this week's mini-challenge. Nathan, Patrick, Brown, let's talk about everything after the elimination. Let's talk about the next day. Let's talk about that mini-challenge. Give it to me straight. Mm-hmm. So I think Dawn is such a loser for shading Thick and Stick for having a quarter of a win when she's never had a win. And yeah. I, I think you and Laurie touched on this with the SNL week that I wasn't on, mm-hmm. that... Dawn is like By the, the way, quiet people villain. Saying, people saying it was the greatest week of the season. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. It was nice to see you step your pussy up for an episode. I think that's probably what they're mm-hmm. saying. Uh, yeah, but yeah. anyway, it's interesting to see that, yeah, like, if plain Jane wasn't such a visible cunt, we'd be thinking yeah. that Dawn is the villain because she's mm-hmm. kind of an asshole. I, well, I think that whole click, I think Q and now Amanda's gone. Um, Q and, and Dawn are... are total assholes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and like when tsunami or tsunami or shunami when she brings up the thing or someone brings up the thing about her and q and the saying the name and q's like well in my defense i had to say a name and it's like no you said two names like that's not a defense like that's wild that you still think that you're in the right here yeah no q q is a terrible person don look you can tell don I wouldn't say she's a terrible person, but she's one of these people who is smart enough to know. I know someone like this. Okay. I know someone. Like this. Does it rhyme with Schmishton Schmishmoa? No, it's not. No, because Schmishton Schmishmoa <laughs> wears his cuntiness on his sleeve. That's okay? right. There's a person I know who is super sweet, super nice. People like love him. They think, oh my God, he's such a nice person. Uh huh. But behind the scenes, He's a rotted, evil cunt, okay? <laughs> but he hides it. He hides it. Because he, he knows people perceive him as this nice person, so he keeps the, the nice persona, the, the image going. But behind the scenes, he's like a Voldemort. Uh-huh. And I, I, don't see, I don't think Dawn is that extreme, but I think people like to project onto Dawn... You know, because like she look. Like I said last week she looks like a mouse who's gonna sew a dress for Cinderella. <laughs> they like to project that she's this sweet, innocent twink because that's mm-hmm. the way she comes off. But the reality is, she's just as rotted as every faggot out there, mm-hmm. and she. And I think she's aware of this, so she's very much curating her image. But then sometimes it just it just comes out. Mm-hmm. It slips out. And what did you think of plain? saying she's going to turn a new leaf because I feel like Mm -hmm. she's smart 
because she's effectively made this whole episode about her and her trajectory and how she's changing her attitude. Every conversation seems to be about her. But my question to you is like, do you believe her? So that's good. I actually have that question for you here. And so later on, I'm going to ask it to you. No, um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. And I, and again, you know, take things episode by episode. But I will say that again, based on this episode, if things continue the way they're going, Plain Jane might be one of the greatest players of the game in the history of the show. Mm-hmm. In that, you know, there's always that joke about Sasha Bell cracking the code because she said that she hosted some drag race viewing yeah. party or something, like yeah. her own drag race, and she cracked the code. And it's a joke because she went home first. Yeah. I really do think Plain Jane cracked the code. Now, that said... I am a total fucking narcissist. And so, of course, I think plain Jane cracked the code because she's playing the game the way I outlined someone yeah. should play the game. And she's doing it. I haven't seen her on social media whining about the edit. I have. In fact, did you see that? So there was, you know, a going around the Internet a couple of weeks ago, a mandatory meeting was at Roscoe's. Mm-hmm. And she was talking shit on Plain Jane, and not just talking, she was talking talking about the show, but being very open about her not getting along with Plain Jane, blah 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 blah. And then last week at Roscoe's, who's that horrible? This Nasha Lopez yeah. and the other queens <laughs> told the audience that they couldn't say anything, but Plain Jane was in the front row that night. I've heard this story, but I haven't watched the video or anything. Are they mm-hmm. implying that, like, Amanda didn't know Plane was there? Like, Plane no, was no, in no, fucking disguise? No, no, no. They said Amanda knew. No, they oh, said okay. Amanda knew. They went up. The reason they didn't say anything was they actually invited Plane to come up on the stage or to participate. And she said, no, 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 no. I don't want to. Don't even mention I'm here. I just. I, this is Amanda's night, and I don't want to take away from that. Okay? So, they were explaining that, you know, Plane just didn't want the attention on her. And that she wanted Amanda to have her time. And that they were the whole time wondering. They wanted to plane to engage with Amanda. Because Amanda had no qualms about Mm -hmm. going in on plane. And that's the way to do it. I'm going to be honest with you. I think she is playing this game correctly. So I'm going to go two steps forward. I'm going to say she is effectively creating a storyline in a way that really works in that it's a hundred percent a tongue-in-cheek joke i'm going to change um how i um i don't remember what the word is. so i'm gonna edit this later so she's totally playing the game by I'm going, I want this storyline. Like, in other words, I think a lot of her shit is winking at the audience and the producers mm-hmm. without saying it and giving them the material they need because it makes good television. And I think she's doing that here. I'll give you a good example. Now, everybody listening, okay? Nathan, I want you to listen. Everybody listening. Nobody tell Lori this, okay? <laughs> so don't, no, don't anybody, I don't want you guys spoiling it. I don't want anyone saying this on Discord. I don't want any of this shit, right? I have Lori convinced. Okay, so people, if if you're not on Discord, if you don't listen, there's this running bit that I've been doing, but Lori has totally fallen for it. Okay, I've been totally trolling Lori. 
and I send, I send her these news stories that I've doctored. Oh wow! And I say, and they're all these these horrible negative stories. <laughs> Sorry, laugh at my own joke. They're these horrible negative stories about Kelly Clarkson. That was you. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Could I tell Lori that Kelly Clarkson needs to fire her publicist? Uh huh. Because. <laughs> Because the publicist puts these horrible stories about Kelly Clarkson in the news. Lori totally believes it. What an she idiot. She totally believes it, right? Totally buys it. So when I do these bits, I, like in the future, people, when I do these bits to Lori, you'll know I'm winking yeah. at you. Now we know. Yes, now you know. <clears throat> don't tell her. I don't want to you spoiling this. It's been going on for years. <laughs> She's so you're saying really Plain's mad. doing the same thing. She's winking. Yes, yes. See, okay, I think, but so while you're going two steps forward, I'm going to go three steps back and be like, okay. because we see the winking, I don't believe that any of it's authentic. I, None I, of it's authentic. I see. Well, exactly. So it's like I can't. I can see you doing it for the show, but I can't get on board with you as a personality or ever want to see you ever again, like touring on Work the World, because I think it's all fake and artifice and like, I don't trust a word coming out of your mouth. I mean, it's so funny. I almost want to pull a Lori, because, you know, with Lori, when we used to do tell me two things like about the episode and one thing you didn't, Lori would do all her notes in that one segment. (laughs) And so I kind of want to like ration, but make sure to remind me, I want to talk about, I want to address this again during Elimination Day. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess the problem with playing is she is such good television that you do want to just talk about her the whole time. And yes. that is what's happening. Yes. But uh, I, I still don't like her as much as I'm acknowledging that she's a, a good presence for the series. I'm becoming a, a plain Jane stan. I'm not going right. to lie. I'm becoming a plain Jane stan. And she's totally playing these queens. You know who it reminds me of is Survivor Season 1, Survivor US, Season 1 contestant Richard Hatch, Mm. who was just an expert. Like, he literally defined the reality TV show villain, you know, and was phenomenal, groundbreaking, you know. And by the way, one of us, he just just already knew (laughs) to bring bring his wicked faggotry to to the show. She's essentially Richard Hatch. She's essentially Richard Hatch. And she wow. is manipulating these queens the way Richard Hatch manipulated the ki- those those season one contestants on Survivor. And I'm surprised no one's pulled this before. I'm surprised. Yeah, no one's I mean, before. some of them are clocking it. Like, Megami, after that elimination, she's like, oh, who are you going to bully next? And so it's like, yeah. you see them aware of it, but mm-hmm. I guess she is still pulling the strings. Yeah. Oh, what about this mini challenge? Any thoughts there? Not really. Uh, I do appreciate seeing Nymphia in a color that's not yellow. I thought that was nice. And I was a little bit conflicted with the with the plain Jane drawing on a mustache and a unibrow for this segment. Did you clock that? Oh, I didn't clock it. Did you do that? Yeah, she seems to be the only one who did that. And I was like, that's a bit tacky. I was well, like, look, I don't know about this. Here's the other thing, too. This, uh, oh, I can't remember her name. Diego Rivera's wife. Frida Kahlo? Frida Kahlo, thank you. Frida Kahlo was Mexican. She wasn't even Spanish. That constantly happens on this show where they think Spanish is Mexico and Mexico is Spain. Mm-hmm. And so um, even though I'm, there is some sort of weird Frida Kahlo thing where I know she has some 
European blood in her. So someone's gonna, so someone's gonna be like, "Excuse me, she really is Spanish." Or people are like, "Okay." <laughs> she's associated. She's most identified with Mexico. Okay. Yeah. She's most identified with Mexico. By the way, did you know what a BBL was? Um, yes, I've this? seen I them be know. done on Real Housewives. It's a Brazilian butt lift. But what is a Brazilian butt lift? I don't look up. I think it's where BBL? they take fat from elsewhere and put it in your butt. Oh. Yeah. I tried to have it done. They were like, mm, we'd be pulling from one cheek and going to the other. They were like, <laughs> they call it a batance butt lift. We just move the existing fat. We shuffle it around in your cheeks uh, right there. Now, let's, let's actually talk about the actual mini challenge. Uh, any thoughts there? Well, it was just sponsored content for, for Spanish tourism. And so I can't be too mad at it. It's sort of just like one of those fluffy little mini challenges that are just for fun and don't really matter. What? They're like, oh, pit crew. And then they, the pit crew guys walk in. Now they're like, oh, I'm like, these pit crew guys were not hot. One of them looked like he probably owned the company. I liked Tiago. I didn't like the other one. Alfredo. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like Alfredo. And, uh, and what's funny is, and I want to talk about, I'm not going to go into that much of a rant about this, but everyone should know. Tsunami Muse is Latina. I know she presents physically as a black person, but she is just as Latina as Geneva, as um, Megami, as Dawn. She is just as Latina as all three of those queens, right? Oh, is Dawn Latina? Yeah, like Dawn Jose. Isn't that where the name comes from? (laughs) Like Dawn Pedro? I thought it was Dawn as in like the sun's coming up. Oh, I just assumed it was a real Spanish name, like Don Quixote. Anyway, <laughs> so. Stupid. So anyway, she's just as Latina in all of them, right? But there is a big problem. Uh, and, and this is true. By the way, it's not a white people thing. This is Latinos do this too. Of erasure of Afro-Latinas. Afro-Latinos, mm-hmm. right? And so the part where Tsunami, Megami even says like, oh, Tsunami's really giving that Latina energy. I'm like, yeah, because she's Latina. Because she's Latina, yeah. Yeah, just but she's DACA, right? She's like, she's not even here legally. Well, she is, but she's under that program. So, like, we need to remember that she is just as Geneva Carr is and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Q, um, all yeah, the Latina I, queens on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd love to get her take on In the Heights and the Lin Manuel Miranda drama with that. Oh, movie. Lori will storm off the show. Yeah, I won't. I won't get her take. I'll get Lori's take on it. Oh yeah, we need to hear Laurie's take. So with the pit crew, do you want to quickly mention your thought from last week that you never got to about the pit crew? Oh yeah, everyone. Last week, Evan got me off on a tangent, and so all he was saying was the guy, the pit crew guy who took the pictures during the was really hot. Was he was say. really hot. Yeah, yeah. he was really <laughs> yeah, hot. That, yeah. That's all we need to say sometimes. Yeah, just but watch out for that pit crew guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, why don't we do this, Nathan? Why don't we take a break right here? And when we come back, we are going to talk about the rest of the episode. And we're back. Next, RuPaul announces this week's Maxi Challenge. Each queen will design a look for themselves and an eponymous special edition doll. Ru emphasizes that this is a branding and storytelling challenge as well as a design challenge. In the workroom, 
Plain Jane and Geneva fight over red fabric. Nymphia jumps at the chance to use yellow, and Q hopes to stand out in neutrals. Plain Jane, unhappy with her fabric choice, tries to use her charm to swipe someone else's fabric. Meanwhile, Safira Crystal co-creates Maya's look while Nymphia wanders the workroom looking for inspiration. Later in the workroom, Plain Jane works on an aquatic look, Safira makes multiple pieces, and Morphine Love Dion wants to be more than a BBL. Meanwhile, Megami questions Plasma's design elements, and Geneva, unhappy with her red look, also borrows blue fabric from Plasma. We covered a lot there, Nathan. Mm-hmm. But uh, any big thoughts on the maxi challenge description, the work, the two, the two acts in the workroom, anything there? Uh, I think it's important to just call out what how Rue described the challenge. She said, make a doll based on your drag persona and make them identical. Like those were the two main takeaways from me. Yeah. And so when like, for example, when I first saw Nymphia running for the yellow, I was like this fucking bitch with the yellow banana again. But then I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's her drag persona. So it's like, that's what she had to do in that moment. And I think she probably should have gone more banana-ish. And like with- morphine being like, I need to show them I'm more than a BBL. And I'm like, no, this isn't the week for taking on that growth critique. This is the week to do the branding and you should be all about the BBL. And then in the end, she did fucking mention the BBL. So I don't know what she was trying to get at. Yeah, but it's just like- Even though we didn't see the fucking crack of her ass, we did, her butt was emphasized. I know, she seemed to be like it was hidden, but there was all those like hips and yeah. butt and she mentions and, like, BBL. Like, cut out, yeah, cut out in she the She kills side me. She's yeah. so funny. And every yeah. time she's in confessional, I just look at her and I'm thinking like, your parents don't know you do drag. <laughs> it just, it takes me out. Girl, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, let's have a big conversation. I want to talk about it. Cause I actually, you know, what's funny is I really tried to come up with final thoughts here and I don't have a final thought. This is really posing like a dilemma I have in my head. The red fabric. Mm-hmm. I really truly go back and forth on this red fabric. So people don't know what I'm talking about. When they were choosing the fabric, Geneva had red fab- fabric in her hand and and uh, Plain Jane wanted it. And Geneva was like, no, there's not enough. I'm taking it. And uh plain jane didn't fight hard for it but was like okay fine you know i really want it she did her very passive aggressive plain jane shit yeah she goes but you don't know what you're doing with it diva it's like shut up you don't know what she knows she's doing or not doing well spoiler alert she didn't know what she was doing with it well yes then then later in the show plain jane this is where actually the clip zero came from she's like sister what are you doing with the red fabric and she's like and they geneva's like get away bitch uh, this mm-hmm. is my red fabric. I'm going to use it, right? So then Plain Jane has to then cuntily go and steal fabric from from uh, uh, from Plasma. And she didn't No, not from, oh, yeah, from Plasma. Yeah. She, she just well, she took don't. it. She said, I'm just taking. And it. I don't know if that's an American she thing. Did not ask. Saying, she did She said, can I have like a yard? That's not an ask. I that's know. Like, well, she didn't say please. I always say this on like the housewives. They say, can I get a Pepsi? And it's like, can you please ask for a Pepsi? You yeah. fucking rude bitch. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're American. We just take what we want. And um, and so then what happens is Plain Jane now makes – she's even kind of like, ugh, I'm using the same fabric as everybody else. And then blah, 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 blah. And then this fucking Geneva car. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Like, yeah, vroom, vroom. She's like, meh. I'm, like, I'm going to do something else now. And now this the fucking red fabric is all cut up. It's too late to do anything with it. <laughs> and uh, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to – now I'm going to get more blue fabric. Right? From yeah. from Plasma. Or did she get hers from Dawn? I don't know. She got it from somebody. Plasma. Plasma oh, was plasma. just handing out fabric like she's fucking Oprah. Yeah. 
And so there's a part of me that is like, initially, yeah, there's no way anybody knew Geneva Carr didn't know what she was going to do, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, it is her. She did grab it first. Sorry, uh, Plain Jane. But there's a part of me that's like, Plain Jane was right. She didn't know what the fuck she was going to do. She's going to, mm-hmm. there's this great, great fabric. She knew exactly what she was going to do with it. And, um, and then she fucking wasted it. And so mm-hmm. what I tried to do, I don't have an answer in my head, everybody. I, I really am. Because I could see why Plain Jane was probably pretty upset about this, you know? And I was trying to think about it in terms of other reality shows, competition shows, like Top Chef. Imagine if there was an ingredient that one chef was like, I know exactly what to do with this ingredient. I, mean, I know exactly what to do with this saffron. And the other chef's like, I've never worked with saffron, but I'm diamond, I got it. <laughs> and they're like, no, but you don't. No, sorry. I got the saffron. And then later on, they use saffron like, oh, I'm not going to remake the dish. The saffron wasn't good in this. I thought it would be good. I would be fucking furious. I'd be furious. Yeah. But do you really want to lend your saffron to someone who's been a cunt for weeks? And who's like not been nice to you? Like, I don't know. Well, no, but it, it it does show an inherent because you were even given the answer here. It shows how why Geneva Carr should have gone home is she didn't realize her strengths and weaknesses. And what I mean is, if you're not a good seamstress and you don't have a really good handle on that, like let's be honest, Q, Jane, and Dawn and Safira, as far as I know, are really and Nymphia are amazing seamstresses. They know yeah. exactly what they're doing, right? So they can take a limited amount of fabric and not fuck it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Geneva should be like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I need to get a lot of fabric and do something with it because I'm going to make a lot of fucking mistakes. Yes. Yes. I think she was just leaning into like the branding component where she's like, I'm Geneva the Vroom Vroom Car from Brownsville and Mexico. I need to get the red fabric because that's mm-hmm. her whole brand. But she didn't think about it. And I sort of feel like it's producer shenanigans that there was just so much of this blue and so little of that red. Oh, I feel like yeah. they played right into their hands. Yeah. I, or yeah. it's just a happy accident. But from now on, I can assure you the producers will be like, let's- Get this, like, very little, give them little amounts yes. of the good fabric yes. and heaps of the shit yes. fabric. Yeah, because they could, in theory, that's what's so funny. <laughs> and the queens have talked about this. There's literally a wall of fucking fabric in the fucking workroom, but they're I, not allowed to use it. Yeah, really I was weird. wondering that as well. They're like, I don't have enough fabric. And they're standing in front of the mood fabric. I don't know if it's mood or not. They're standing in front of the fabric wall that's right yeah. there. Well, there wasn't enough of the stretch fabric that's what geneva didn't want the hard fabric she just wanted the easy fabric like the easier fabric to use yeah well there you go did you have any other thoughts on these workroom moments there nathan uh dawn still a bit of a bit of a uh secret villain when she's like in confessional she's like i'm really trying so hard to help geneva but like i just don't know what she's doing girl and then cut to in the workroom she's just sitting there being like Oh, yeah, you're doing that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So here's the deal. I actually, you know, we're often on this show, we're like, these fucking horrible producers. I'm going to say whoever Dawn's producer was knows exactly what she's doing. And got yeah. Dawn in her, like, good graces to trust her and be like, you can be honest with me. Just be honest. And so Dawn's like, oh, diva, what is going on? And just be, being a total cunt. And they're cutting. Because when Dawn was a cunt that one time with the show with with uh, Plasma about the Barbara Streisand thing. She apologized on Twitter. She's like, oh, I didn't realize it came off so bad. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they were. She was totally manipulated mm-hmm. by this um, producer. 
to admit this. And we talked about the blue fabric on the Geneva side, but like, do you think Plasma should have given up that fabric? Because I think she should have just held onto that shit tight. I don't know. I really am torn. I see both arguments. Like, why would you give a, 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 a lead con- a contestant who's doing very well? Mm-hmm. Why would you give them something even more to help them do even better? You know what she should have done. This is, oh, I figured it out. This is where Geneva's an idiot. And been like, I'll give you this. Oh, she did kind of say this, right? She did say, never mind, she did. I'll About give the you the immunity? red fabric for the immunity potion. Yeah. And then she walked away. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I told you, I don't have an answer. I really don't. I really do truly see both sides of the argument. All right, it's elimination day and the dolls get their dolls ready for the runway. The girls discuss their history with dolls. Some girls share their history of playing with dolls or dressing up as dolls. And later, Plain shares her painful childhood history and how it has affected her own outlook. Finally, Q shares her own painful childhood memories. Nathan Patrick Bound, Elimination Day. A lot of different storylines in this Elimination Day. Anything you want to talk about? I do question Plasma's mother. And just like, why exactly did she pack those little red booties that she wore as Dorothy when she was a kid? Like, for what purpose did she think that would ever, like, become useful? Here's the deal. And this segment of what we're talking about is going to be a lot of, I don't believe anything these fucking bitches say. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, you're about to go on the, probably for plasma, she's a young lady. This is the most important thing that's ever happened to her in her life, or yeah. one of the most important things. That's yeah, ever the world's to her biggest her stage of drag. And she doesn't know. She her mom helps her pack. Okay, makes sense. But she doesn't know because, by the way, you can only bring so much stuff, so every inch is valuable. Yeah, she's like, and then she's like, what? What? <laughs> she packed my shoes. What? How did? What, mom? She packed. Look what? She, she packed my little baby Dorothy shoes. Oh. <laughs> the, the mom did not pack that. Yeah. Right? She no. packed it for that moment, but she didn't want to admit she packed yes. it. And this is yes. why I don't like this plasma. She's so <laughs> obvious. She's so yeah. she's so obvious. The mom did not pack those shoes. She packed like, those shoes. Imagine like she's zipping up her suitcase, ready to hop on the plane, and her mom's like, wait, wait, wait. Yes. Like you forgot the little Dorothy shoes. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you the closest I think that. it is. The closest yeah. I think maybe is they're getting ready to pack and the mom's like, Oh, look what I found. I found your little Dorothy shoes. And she's like, <laughs> Oh, yes, give them to me. I'm gonna pack those. I'm gonna it'll be all so cute. I'll take them out during when RuPaul says, What would plasma say to young little yeah. you know, Moitzel? And then she's like, <laughs> the only time these little tiny shoes would have ever have become useful is for this doll challenge. And she didn't put the shoes on the fucking doll. That's the only time I can think other than that. We'll yeah. look at the photo of your younger you, but yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, now that Geneva's gone, I don't know. Have we ever talked about this in the show? But I want to say this now. I guess she's famous for this leg hairstyling. I think it's fucking disgusting and gross. That's I lie. said that in like the Meet the Queens or something, I think. It's fucking it's disgusting. disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. But she's an idiot for not drawing a little, getting a texter, a Sharpie, and just drawing them on her doll's legs and just doing it herself. She's like, I had to take too much time. And I'm like, that's the one thing you have, you vroom vroom car. Like, what are you doing? We're six, we're six episodes in. You could have just stopped at she's an idiot. <laughs> I don't know why you wasted your breath. We know this. Okay. Remember I said I'm going to talk about something here 
Um, yes. About uh, uh, Plain Jane. I have a couple of Plain Jane things to say. I'm not saying she's lying. I'll say it. But I wouldn't be surprised this whole thing about the dad. T- now, here's the deal. When you're a good liar, you take a germ of truth and you expand on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm sh- I, 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 I probably, you know, in fact, to be honest with you, Plain Jane's story is such a great villain origin story. Can you, can you imagine <laughs> if there was like a drag queen superhero movie and she's the Lex Luthor and it's like... <laughs> And she's like playing with dolls, and the dad's like, "Give these me," and throws them in the ocean or something like that. And that's when she becomes, you know, or she becomes um, an arsonist because you know the dad kept swapping out of dolls with fire trucks. Yeah, and then she becomes Maleficent or whatever her drag name is, (laughs) and um, Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent. That's what her name is because of this, you know. So like, it's just too neat, too tidy, right? So I think the dad is an asshole, but then she probably. You know, exaggerated with the, um, I don't know. I just, I didn't buy the whole thing. It it reeked very Alexis Mateo with the boyfriend and the military. Yes. And also Mm -hmm. I didn't buy the connection between that and the, and Russian people are very critical. So I think that's why I don't appreciate people's drags because I devalue drag because my parents hated drag. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not an excuse for your behavior. By the way, all parents are critical. Okay? All parents are critical. Anything, not anybody, that's, anybody that's not waspy American white is critical. The Asian parent, critical. Don't even get me started on fucking Latino parents, critical. Um, I don't know about black parents. But uh, Italian parents, Spanish parents, Russian parents, Polish parents. And then, going back to plain Jane cracking the code... Now, again, this is me projecting on the plain Jane. There's no evidence of this. But this whole thing where plain Jane is like, I'm not going to use my immunity potion, but you know who I think should is Safira, right? Is one, like I told you, the workroom is smaller than you think it is. Uh So there's a good chance that Safira heard it. But also I feel plain Jane knows these bitches are fucking gossipy little bitches. And so whoever I'm telling this to is going to fucking just tell Safira I just said this, which will put it in her brain. Mm Mm-hmm. To use her immunity potion, because I said she thinks she should. And I'll be honest with you, I think that's what happened. It worked. It's crazy yeah, that because that worked. Safira even says, I shouldn't have used it, and and I think she heard about it. Yeah. Well, I think Safira made a huge error with that one. Not just because it wasn't necessary, but it's just like it showed she didn't back herself. Like, even if she was in the bottom, she should have trusted in her own abilities to be able to, like, win a lip sync. And so, I just think it showed she fails the nerve component component of charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. And I think it, like, she, I think it really doesn't serve her that well. And I think she would have been better off never having had immunity in the first place. But, yeah, plain. She fucking. And now, I think even someone, like said this on the episode, but I can totally see Plain in a few episodes being like, I'd like to use my immunity, Rue, but not for me. And then like handing it to someone to act like she's grown and to give her more story. I can see it happening. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We're going to find out how she does with that um, immunity potion. All right, let's go to actually now, Nathan, as you know, and I should tell you guys, uh, for Rulaska Thoughts this week, we're going to have an in-depth discussion about the looks and the, the dolls, the girls, everything with Mattel sisters, Natalie and Javi, the Mattel twins. Um, and what we're going to do today is actually we're going to do what we did last time. We're going to go to like a 15-minute 
discussion about the looks. They're going to give their top three, their bottom three, brief discussion. And then there'll be a more in-depth discussion about the dolls and all that process on Rulaska Thoughts. But I want Nathan to have a chance to talk about this. Nathan, what are your thoughts, any big thoughts you want to talk about? I know you really want to talk about the branding. Yes. And the main the main thing for me was like, yeah, is this like an actual doll that reflects their personality? And does the doll match the dress that they're wearing on stage? Because a lot of the times it didn't. I was shocked that Nymphia had this like pink ribbon thing on her, but the doll had yellow. I was like, surely you didn't run out of fabric. Just cut a little smidgen of it off of the ribbon you're wearing and put that on the fucking doll. Like, I don't get how that was hard. Like, maybe... Harvey and Natalie can explain it more, but I was just like, I was shocked by that. And I also laughed and laughed and laughed at all the times where the doll had a better wig than the, than the queen did. Like, Sephira. <laughs> the doll's wig was this beautiful blowout. And then she had this thing on her head. And same with Morphine. The doll's wig was beautiful. And then she had these, like, thin little straps. And I was just like, that took me out. But I thought a few of them did really well with the whole branding thing. Like Morphine did well, like being that Miami gal with the BL, like that's perfect, you know? And then the ones that didn't do so well, um, like Safira, I don't think she looked that bad. I don't think Plasma looked that bad. It's like if the only thing they can clock is that she's fiddling with her hood, it's just like, well, so be it. Um, oh, Maya. I want to like, I want to say it constructively. So I think it would have, her look would have been better if she had chosen a different fabric and a different design and didn't do it how she did it. I just, I don't think that looks great. So um, that's a tip for Maya to maybe just like go back to the drawing board if something's not, not working for you. And then, okay, last thing I want to say, this Megami, how many, her doll and her had props aloft. So like, Props to her for being identical, but those fucking props, Joe. I actually, I noticed it. And you know what I think it is? I'll tell you what I think it is. I think it's a way for her to, to thin her body out. So, because imagine if, oh. if Big Pig Megami just walking out, she's going to look like, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm doing sort of like silly fat, to you. Yeah. <laughs> fat guy walk, right? That's what she did, right? But yeah. if she's holding it aloft, it lengthens her body. Mm-hmm. So that it it's not as big and bulky. Not that it's really helping much, like me wearing a black shirt. But uh, that's I see what, that's what I think is happening. That's what I don't know if you guys notice if you've ever noticed. I'm constantly holding a torch when we record. <laughs> People don't know that because we don't show the video often. But I'm often holding just holding a torch. Yeah, I did the one entire day. time. And for if you're British, I mean like a flaming, not a not a flashlight. Um, yeah. what do they call flashlights in Australia? Flashies? Torch. Torch. Oh. Okay. Or torchies. Right. Well, why um, don't we do this? Why don't we... Th- oh, go ahead. Give all your oh, and I was just, sorry. I, I don't really need to add no. this, but yeah, Geneva did a terrible job. We sort of already touched on that, but the branding was bad. The doll looked better. Like, she cooked it. I don't know how she could have made it worse. All right. Very good. Thank there you. you go. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to pretend like we were having like a funny conversation. We were going to. Meanwhile, mm. by the way, everyone, we were super silent because they were taking their notes. I have no, I have no idea what they're going to talk about, but they do know that for this edition, for the for today's recap episode, we're just going to do their top two and their bottom two. If you want to hear their full thoughts on the looks, on doll creation, everything, that's going to be on Rulaska thoughts coming out this week. 
where they will also be the special guests. But this is just a quick one, just to talk about the looks uh, and their top two favorites and their bottom two favorites and why. Um, let's actually start negative. Actually, I want to say like. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you wanted to start no, no, with the negative? No, yeah, do negative first. Okay, so then so your bottom two. We'll give one each. You'll explain. And then, do you guys know what each other's bottom twos are? No. No. So that, that's cool because it'll, it'll be like a like a surprise for everyone. Yeah. And well, I should explain with the Mattel sisters, Natalie and Javi. <laughs> the Mattel muñecas. Yeah. The muñequitas Mattel. And um, have you guys? Do you guys know what each other thinks already, or are you guys like? Mm, I think in general we probably have the same comment about the actual challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. But Miana's aesthetic is very different. Very different. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. So there might be two that you guys really like. Like, I really love, like, trashy... Trashy like, chic. Yeah, I love Yeah, there that. was one in particular that you kind of gasped that you just loved so much. I heard you like, oh, yeah, he, like, gasped. Oh. oh. But I did, was it in horror or was it... <laughs> I thought he gasped because he loved it so much. Mm, I wonder. We'll see. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, okay, so let's talk... Top two. Oh wait, you're, we're doing bottom two. Yeah, bottom two. Yeah. Now we should say that you guys are designers. So that that I felt badly because you guys just a couple of weeks ago you were here. Designers to, of a of a toy company. Oh really? Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh okay. They're designers from a toy company. <laughs> They're a toy company. Guys, you guys know toys better than anybody. <laughs> we, we better. Yeah, you we're better know toys. Trouble. That's why I felt badly because. Um, Natalie, you shouldn't have said that and then let Nat- Javi sweat it out. Oh, I know. <laughs> Can you edit it out? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, what I was going to say is that were you, I, I asked you guys back, I'm like, oh my God, they're designing dolls now. And, uh, but do you think you guys were harder on this or easier on this because of being the doll designers? Um, well, I, I think what... I was I was envisioning something different. So was I. Oh really? Mm-hmm. What were you envisioning? More of a playful doll aesthetic. Oh. And I feel like these were just looks, and then they put made them into dolls, oh. or vice versa. Let me, like, yeah, like they had a look, and then they're like, oh, I gotta make this doll, and I'll just make it look like my look. Oh. Yeah, I was just like a little over the top, like big pieces. Exaggerated. Yeah, like, yeah exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Um, More the wet- color pink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More like, um, wait, did did you watch last season with Sugar and Spice? Yes. So the, kind of oh. like that aesthetic. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, let's jump to it. Let's jump to the bottom two looks. We'll, we'll give one each, and then we'll go back one each. All right? So, Natalie, let's start with you. Um, Safira Crystal. Safira Crystal. That was a bottom for you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll tell you why at the end. Okay, so why was that a bottom for you? I liked her doll look better than the actual drag queen look. Oh. Like, I like how the, the fabric was placed on the doll, and, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, strategically placed and then you could see kind of her legs and i just feel like the actual i mean the drag queen look was pretty but i just felt like it was a little bit outdated mm-hmm. like it kind of was like mother of the bride or like oh. doll okay i thought like it was supposed to be doll. mother of the doll <laughs> all right javi who was one of your bottom looks are we doing dolls or just our people or both? you can both are you doing both uh, oh so yeah so was it a bottom was it one of the bottom two dolls for you no Oh, and no. I never thought about that, Javi. Like, what about bottom two dolls? Because I like dolls? the doll better than I like yeah. her. So we're doing looks. Let's do looks right okay. now. That's oh. good. You know what? Why don't we do looks right now, and then we'll do bottom two dolls. I like that. Okay. I didn't like Jenna 
What's her name? Jenna Carr. Oh, oh, Geneva Carr. Yeah, I didn't like her look. Oh, I interesting. I just felt like it kind of looked a little all over the place. Mm-hmm. It, like, a lot of the fabric and the textures didn't work well together. Mm -hmm. I didn't like how oh, big that okay. sequin was. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, looked crazy big. Uh -huh. And especially on her dog, didn't, it just didn't match. Like, I, 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 I'm confused with what she was going for. Yeah. She was my second that I didn't like, but I enjoyed the doll more than I did the look. Because I mm -hmm. thought on the actual doll, everything was, like, big and ruffly and girly and, like, um... You know, just more girly and playful, but when I saw the doll, I mean, when I saw the actual look, everything was the opposite. Like, mm -hmm. the ruffle, I thought, was should be over-exaggerated and yeah. big, and um, it just was a little bit disappointing. All right, very good. All right, now, Javi, did your second, um, did your second look, what was it? What was the second worst look for you? I didn't really like, uh, was it good? Tsunami news. Yeah, I just thought it was a little basic. The and look. like it wasn't like it wasn't just it was like what it was almost like an everyday look, like something mm -hmm. that you would she would go get cocktails with. And I didn't I also didn't like it on the doll either. It was just very basic. Yeah. It didn't feel like she put a lot of thought into it. Okay. So we've given our two bottom. That one I didn't mind. Oh, you didn't mind it. Why not? I like the color combo. Oh. I like the color combo. And I like that she used the same color as the gloves and the waist belt, mm -hmm. but I felt like the the pants, like the fabric she used, was a little like I don't know, um, plain. Mm -hmm. If it was a little bit more like a glittery or damask or something, I think it would have been okay. And I feel like nobody picked a fun print on this. I know everything was very like uh, old ladyish. Or well, they they, they, yeah. they they were given the print that they could use, so oh. yeah. well then that's um. Michael Levine's fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So now how about the dolls? You have the dolls, right? Like what were the bottom two dolls? The worst oh, dolls. the bottom two. The bottom two dolls. Oh. Uh, you, I don't know. You might have liked this one. Um, what was her name? Morphin. Morphine, Morphine Love, Love Dion. Dion. Mm -hmm. I thought she looked crazy. That doll looked a mess. <laughs> Like, I agree. That's one of my bottom ones, too. Oh, it is. It was, like, it, the wig was crazy. Like, uh, the dress was very all-fitting. Like, it just looked very all over the place. But I liked her look in real life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like, J-Lo, Miami-ish. Yeah, I yeah, put Miami bling. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the doll And right I put J-Ho. <laughs> uh, okay. And her makeup was really pretty. Yeah. Javi, what was your other bottom two look? My other bottom two for the doll had to be this, the, the same. The I'm forgetting all these names, so I apologize. Right. They're right there on the. It's not there on the thing. Oh, tsunami. Yeah, news. I just didn't like that doll. Oh, you're like, oh, that's yeah. right, because that was the one that Natalie noticed that it was like. Oh, but I have to yeah. say, I do have to give that person credit because pants are very hard to sew. Uh -huh. So the fact that he did it on a doll and uh -huh. it looked good from what I can see in this photo yeah. and gloves. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe yeah. I don't like this. Maybe I do like I, You know, I appreciate the craftsmanship on this doll. I just mm -hmm. don't. I think it's just very plain. Yeah. Natalie? Oh, the space one. Um, Dawn? Oh, Dawn. You didn't like that doll. It was okay. Mm -hmm. I, don't like, I didn't like that she didn't have hair. Well, she had like a... A, a cap. A cap, Okay, yeah. so that one, I didn't know if I liked it or I didn't. I was really confused on that one. Mm -hmm. Like, look at that. I don't have any notes on this because I was very oh, interesting. I, oh, I put, confused. I put doll face on point 
like their the 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 doll faces they painted those yeah, faces that was great. <laughs> like like the majority of them yeah. they painted the faces really well um but i don't know like i just didn't like it i don't know if that's just me like being a doll designer mm -hmm. i was like a doll should have hair yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i don't know all right now now let's go now we're gonna kind of flip it a little bit the top two dolls what were the top two dolls okay Wait. i i really liked um q the doll the doll mm -hmm. i i didn't like the color but I could see like potential in that doll. Okay. Like I was like, oh, oh okay, I, yeah. I like can see the theme. I, I understand like the aesthetic. I can see like other dolls in the line. Mm -hmm. I did not like those wire wings. Oh, interesting. That really bothered me because <laughs> okay. I felt like everything else looked so good, and then that was like the one piece that felt yeah. kind of rushed. Yeah. For that one, I put uh, create like I liked the creativity. I liked the f that it was fantastical, um, and I felt like. This one was the closest to the doll and drag queen yeah. look. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very consistent, mm -hmm. I thought. And the detail, there's a lot of detail on the doll as well as the drag queen look. Yeah. And everything looked good together. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Natalie, what was one of your top dolls? I think that one. Uh-huh. I did. I didn't mind um, Megami. What's her name? Oh, Megami. Megami. <laughs> Megami. Megami. <laughs> her um, New York doll. Yeah, it was fun, but I also liked um, Nymphia Wind. Oh, Nymphia Wind. So you're, yeah. you're going to have a top three dolls then. You're going to have Megami, so, yeah. Megami, Megami, Nymphia Wind, and Q. But if you had to knock one out, which would it be? Oh, wait. Mm, like, what did I say? Megami, Nymphia Wind, and Q. Oh, uh, Megami. Oh, you'd knock her out. Mm -hmm. Okay, Javi, did you have a... I like Nymphia. Oh, I you thought, like Nymphia I thought that too. doll looked good. Mm -hmm. I just wish the bow was pink. Like, uh, that was bothering me too. I, and I felt like, because I think that would have broken it apart a little bit, because yeah. I think there's just too much yellow. Mm -hmm. um, but I like that doll. I thought it was pretty. Okay. All right. Very good. Oh, wait, why was her wig red? Oh, they made it didn't have a yellow wig. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, they didn't have okay, a, okay. maybe they didn't have a pink bow. Who knows? That's what I was wondering too, because I was like, why was it? Because I feel like that was a focal point of her outfit. Mm -hmm. And it was so doll like, which that's honestly one of my top favorites yeah. um, of the drag looks. And that was the most doll thing to me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, man, I wish the, the doll had a pink bow. But like you said, maybe they didn't have a pink bow. I did like how Plasma um, positioned her doll. Okay. Because I felt like that doll had a lot of personality. Yeah. Yes. And everyone else's was just kind of facing forward with its arms on the side. Yeah. And hers, I like... It, it, I, I could feel the personality uh, of that doll. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And uh, Javi, did you have, what was your second top doll? Was it plasma? Um, yeah, it was plasma. Oh, plasma. All right. So now we have the... What were the top two looks, Javi? I like plasma. Okay. Hers was good. And I liked um, Q's as well. Okay. Natalie? I just didn't like those wire wings. Didn't like the wire yeah. wings, but you like the look. Okay. Natalie? Um, Nymphia Wind. Okay. And then Q. All right. Nymphia Wind and Q. Okay. Look. Wait, so we had the same ones. I am. <laughs> All right. So let me tell you this. Okay. So now I'm going to tell you what the results were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> we didn't they, watch that. They didn't watch the result. They only watched the runway. So in the bottom three, well, let me tell you who was safe. Okay. Well, no, it's easier for me to do bottom three. The bottom three were Plasma. Okay. Uh, Maya Iman LePage. 
and um oh really geneva car huh okay i agree with geneva mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Maya, I actually liked her look because I thought it was really well executed. The, the the drag look, like I think the complaint was that she had pads, but the doll was very thin and didn't have pads. Oh yeah, it wasn't consistent with the yeah. doll look. Which one was Maya? Um, the like neon uh, bodysuit. Oh okay. With yeah. her boobs hanging out. Yeah. Uh, plasma. Hers was more of a criticism of her runway in that she her hat her cap kept falling off and she kept putting it back on. They felt that she just just left it off. Mm. Mm. I didn't like that look, that that drag look. I don't know. It was okay. The top three. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Were plain Jane. Okay. The aquatic look. Really. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did not like that the seashells were not a color. Like they were just and they right. were in the back. Yeah, what was that? And they weren't sparkled. Like they should ship them in her hair, in the front, on her ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so it was Plain Jane. It was Dawn. Dawn is the one that had the cat, the bald head. Oh, really? What? Yeah, they thought that it looked like a real doll. That they could actually see that doll, and they would want to. And then um, LaRoche. Who said that? Yeah. Who they said that? And then LaRoche said that he would have. It, her outfit was so amazing he would actually use it to style somebody i really like his work so that that makes me sad yeah. i love him like when i was i, lo- I follow him on instagram i love all he his said styling. he would if he styles in day is in right yeah but he, yeah. he retired remember there was some sort of drama and he retired oh really and he said if he were still working he would have um borrowed that outfit and then uh the other one was q and with Q, they loved the look, and they yeah. said that it looked mm-hmm. like a real doll. Like a, it would be like a collector's edition yeah. doll. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I yes, I agree. Yeah. They didn't like um, the yellow? Oh, yeah. Olivia, but she was just safe. Oh, they liked it. Safe. They liked it, but she was safe. And then in the bottom two, so Plasma was safe, and then Geneva Carr lip-synced against uh, Maya Iman LePage, and uh, Geneva Carr went home. Mm-hmm. What song did they sing? Control by Janet Jackson. <gasps> we can watch it after. And then uh, the in the in the top three, Plain Jane was safe, and it came down to uh, Dawn and Q, and Q won the challenge. Okay, I, so I agree with that. It's interesting that you guys had different takes in the middle, but it seems like you guys thought Geneva Carr was the worst, and she went home, and you guys thought Q was the best, and she won. So at the end of the day, the right people won. Yeah, yeah that's true. In the middle. It was different. Yeah. It's very interesting. All right, guys. Well, we're going to call it back. We're going to throw it back to me in the past. <gasps> and then we'll see the Mattel <laughs> sisters uh, on Relaska Thoughts this week. Whoa. All right. We are back uh, from that. Oh, that was a great segment. Anyway, uh, on the main stage, Sophia Cristal elects to drink her immunity potion. Later, Rue names Q the winner of the challenge before placing Geneva Carr and Maya Iman LePage in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song, Control by Janet Jackson. You know what's really weird? I was watching this show. I heard Taylor scream <laughs> from a costume. This is such a Taylor latte boy, like, yes, you know, kind of thing. Uh, in the end, Maya is told Shantae you stay while Geneva Carr is asked to sashay away. Nathan Patrick Bound, any final thoughts on the epi? episode no but i am so glad q's finally won a challenge so she can shut the fuck up about it Mm -hmm. i think we can all be happy for that 
I thought this Law Roach was pretty good. I want to be mad to see them on the panel, like, as a permanent fixture. Did you watch Untucked? Yes. Yeah, I thought he was fantastic on Untucked. Yeah. Fantastic on this. And what a great coincidence. I don't know if you saw this, but he came out of retirement one time to style Celine Dion for the Grammys for her big surprise appearance. No, was that the, the most recent Grammys? Where Taylor Swift yeah. like crash tackled yeah. Celine on stage, apparently. Yeah, yeah whatever she went, La Roche designed it, or we styled it, styled it. Uh, so I don't know where this La Roche came from, but I loved, I loved them. I remember I heard about them. I don't know what their genders are, but yeah, I, I remember know. I heard about them because there was some sort of controversy. I can't remember what it was, and La Roche was just like, "All right, I'm out. Bye." But I don't remember what the controversy was. Right. I'm retiring. I'm done. Later. Well. Should be a guest judge on Drag Race or a permanent like rotating host. They so should good. really make. I'm not even joking. Yeah, LaRoche should be. I forgot to say that LaRoche should be a permanent fixture. Like replace Carson or Ross, I think. Oh, yeah. Replace Carson. I don't know. Anyway. Any other thoughts, Nathan? Nope. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct. Each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16. So, for Nathan Patrick Brown and myself, I kind of like it a smell. Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This podcast was produced by Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has another podcast. It's called Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Vilsket Pony, Deckhead, Doofus Maximus, E. Smith, Elizabeth Tinner, Emma, Humble Pie, Isaac Martin, Jade Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Kathy Zender, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Mickey Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo the Hoodetta, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Runner Brandon, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, and Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.